0: Hello and welcome to Verum Entertainment. I just wanted to remind you guys before we get started that everything here is a work of fiction and not intended to be taken seriously by anyone. Um, I am not an expert in any related field. Um, Thank you, sit back and enjoy the show. At least it's stable, as they say, that I can just do it all day and then say it my way. I'll deny whatever I want and then call it the truth. And that's just how it is because, hey, it's a voting
1: booth. You never can put your finger on where it is that I am in the picture. Because in my darkest and datest of days, I hide in the shadows behind a smiling gaze the most angry of people are just smiling their best they're telling you good day and wishing you the best anger seeps up inside and they hold back that secret perhaps they even deny it just to keep it a ticket but Regardless of how it happens, what we know is this, that anger affects everyone's bliss. It will destroy your families and fun. It will take away your pleasures and plums. All the joys of anger that can bring you. And not a single one of them a pleasure will bring you.
0: This is Dr. Reginald Graves. Once again, I sit contemplating whether the men in my head, the apparent five stages of grief, have been sending the recordings to others. I, again, have come to the conclusion that regardless of whether they are real, they are real for me, And while I am certain that they are inside my head, I am not certain they are only inside my head. Grief is a very strange thing, you see, and it makes people act in strange ways. And that is why it is important for each person to experience it themselves in their own unique way whether it involves the people inside your head or not sometimes it's not enough to deny everything sometimes it feels so wrong but i know it's right so that's why you just gotta look it in the eye and say that's not real that's not
1: real no that's not real no no
0: what can you do if you can't deny it? You can't just sit on your ass and not think about it. One way or another, you've got to confront it. You can either make it not exist,
1: or you can- Burn it to the ground and cover it with piss. Even if I wanted to, I don't think I should. If you didn't want to me, then I wouldn't be here. So take your false modesty and stick it elsewhere. Oh stop it. I'm not an angry
0: hey, He Hello uh, this is doctor Graves. how may I help you? Hi man, this is Buck, man. I was calling to see if I could get some of that girl therapy, man. I I just got some real problem at home. I just need somebody to talk to father's man, man. I got I'm gonna go ahead and get started. I'll start when I was eight my dad left my mother for a raccoon. Whoa, uh, whoa, 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 whoa wow. stop, stop y, y- you're Father left your mother for a raccoon.
1: Yeah, man, that's what I'm telling
0: you, man. I was like, they didn't even stay all together less that long, man. like, they didn't even, even say together same month, man. Well, 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 well. And your name is Buck. Well, well yeah, man, that's why I keep telling you, man. I was like, I don't know why you keep getting me to repeat stuff for you, man. I was like, you must not even listen to all of them. And be a therapist, and all I was like, you're a very good one. No, 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 no. B- Bunk, like, like, the deer. Bonk, are are, are you a deer? No, nah, man, I ain't no deer. I shot a deer the other day. I wouldn't shot my family, man. Well, then why are you calling me if, if you're not a deer? That's a weird question is that, man. was like, how many deer you have calling you? No, nah, man, like I was telling you a while ago, man. I was calling you to go therapy, man. He can't bother
1: you. If he doesn't exist, and if that doesn't work, invite him to your office and just slit his stinking wrists. Are you mind your Yes. Sorry, Buck.
0: I became distracted. Come and see me tomorrow at four. Hey, guys. I'm here. Um, keep listening to the podcast. I just wanted to get a couple of announcements out. Um... First, uh, I apologize for cutting uh, this this episode a little bit short. Uh, there has been a lot going on this week. Uh, YouTube has been... I, I don't know what YouTube is doing. Um, YouTube has not allowed me still to publish my second episode. To be honest, I'm not even sure what the problem is. For some reason, it's not... Well, it's uploading... And then it's not authenticating properly. I, I'm not sure what's happening. Either way, hopefully I will get the second episode up on YouTube soon. Um, if that doesn't work, then at least hopefully, maybe if the problem doesn't continue, then the third episode will at least be out there. Regardless, you'll still be able to find my content on my website, Comuner.net. I'm hoping to have that problem resolved within the next week. Um, I am going to be speaking with my uh, my tech guy, the guy that runs my server, um, on Tuesday. I think on Tuesday, and uh, hopefully we'll get everything together. I sincerely do apologize. I promise you that this is extremely stressful for me to to not have it out like I've promised you because. Frankly, I feel like I've broken my word to you and I don't like to do that. And also, frankly, um, I I feel like being honest with you with with the type of bio that I have on my website, I feel that it would be extremely hypocritical of me not to be real with you, to be honest with you, and to tell you exactly what's happening so that you understand exactly where I'm coming from. Um, Hopefully you understand. I, I sincerely appreciate your support. However, right now, Um, you just got through meeting Buck. Now, you don't know Buck yet, but Buck is a redneck, obviously redneck, but Buck is a redneck conspiracy theorist. I'm going to have a lot of fun with him. I'm going to hope that you guys have a lot of fun with him. I'm certain that he will be entertaining to no end. Um, I've got a lot that I'm going to do with him, but for right now, uh, what I'm doing with Buck is um is is using him to help dr. graves uh, I, I realized that all the education in the world means nothing when you're actually suffering uh, mentally the, the the mind is a powerful thing right and um, I, I, I I believe in authenticity um, at least to a to to a certain degree um, Buck for right now is here to help Dr. Graves and he's going to do that but he's going to eventually get his own show uh, when uh, when he's up for it um, and uh, and he's going to be a conspiracy theorist. If you guys have anything that you recommend uh, for him or, or things that you kind of want to explore, different specific conspiracy theories you want me to get into with him, it will be a lot of fun. Feel free to message me on my page. Feel free to message me on my YouTube. I'd love to hear from you. And speaking of authenticities, uh, I am about to start writing articles for the website. Some of them going to be about the website or about the things that I'm doing, the things that I'm learning, stuff like that. Other parts of it is simply going to be um, different psychological analysis. Uh, I, I have to give the disclaimer at the beginning of my page. I'm not an expert. I don't have advanced degrees, any of that. But... Um, Psychology is an interest of mine, um, both personally and professionally. Uh, If I ever got the chance to, I would love to do it professionally, but I I don't think that's ever going to happen. And so being able to work even abstractly in that sort of field is, is a really powerful thing for me. It really means something to me. I'm passionate about it. I care about it. I care about mental health. I care about people. I care about the mind um grief specifically is is just not only is it scientifically fascinating but it's also it's just difficult to to go through and anyone who ever has understands that i, I don't know that it would help everyone but my sincerest of hopes is that Anyone who is struggling with grief can possibly gain some sort of positivity from the the comedy and and, and the realness of what it is that I have to say about the subject, um, but enough about that um, right now i 'm about to introduce a new show uh, the the title of it'll be in the title of this episode. Um, in case you uh, you forget the name of it, the title of the show is going to be Three Minutes Till Three. Um, Three Minutes Till Three is going to be a show dedicated to true uh, horror stories. Um, I was raised in the country. And uh, I, I wish that I was able, uh, on, a, on a podcast, to tell you guys where I'm from, the people that know me best, know people the name of the little community, the little area uh, that I'm from, and they can tell you, oh yeah, there's some weird shit that happens down there. Uh, but I'm not going to say the name of that place. I'm not even going to say the name of the state that I'm in, uh, even though I'm sure that many of the people that, that hear this are going to know. Um, what I am going to say is that every single thing in three minutes till three is true. So, without further ado, Virum Entertainment presents 3 minutes till 3. So the first thing you need to understand is that I was raised about 10 miles from the nearest town. And, um, if you look at that town, it really wasn't all that much, just a few thousand people, you know, um, and past that, you know, the road kind of split off and, you know, Towns on the other side really, you know, actually smaller than those, you know, come to think of it. Um, off in the middle of nowhere. Um, both sides of the road, there's forest. Now the timber's been cut, but back then, there was miles of woods in every direction. And, um, you know, a road going right through the middle of it. On each side of the, you know, house I grew up in, you know, there was a, you know, where, you know, a couple of people lived here and there, about an eighth of a mile in each direction or whatever. But not even in seeing distance, really, you know, you kind of still had to drive to see your neighbors. However, the closest thing that you could get to was a, um, was an old creek. uh, And it was a swimming hole uh, named after my family, actually. Or at least that's what the locals called it. Uh the uh the actual name of the creek was something different, but it was still the old swimming hole and everybody called it, you know, by our family name. And um you gotta know, man, like um uh, there was some weird stuff out in those woods. You'd hear things at night. I got a I got a story about a swamp I'm gonna tell at some point and it it was it was weird weird weird. It was just some strange things that happened out there. Um, but this particular one, um, I guess about an eighth of a mile from the house, um, swimming hole, creek bridge, went over. It. Um, went down there one day, and um the the creek bed, man, like that was that was where I went to to chill. That was where I went to go and be be by myself. And uh, so I'm sitting out there on the, the creek bank watching the watching the water. It was getting right at dusky dark. And um, mm, everybody just sent chills down my spine thinking about this story, man. But um, you know that feeling you get when something gets a little bit too close and you can't put your finger on it? Something's watching you somebody don't like you, somebody's about to do something bad to you, you can just feel it when something like that happens, and well, I'm sitting there on the creek bank, staring off at the water, I think I was skipping rocks, if I remember right, I think I'd probably gone swimming that day, if I remember right, and I'm sitting there, and you gotta picture this area too, right, like, you know, I've walked an eighth of a mile down the road to get down to the to the old creek bed and walked up under the bridge down there to get down to it. And uh, there's, you know, some kind of white sand there and an old tree that had a limb with a rope tied to it that, uh, that all the neighborhood kids used to, you know, go and jump off into into the water. Which, that was a feat in and of itself, and a different story for a different day. But suffice to say that if you're flying through the air, you know, 6, 8, 10, 12 feet, you know, just as high up in some cases, and flying straight down, head first into water, and that water ain't but 4 feet deep, you better know what you're doing once you hit the water, or you are about to hurt yourself. But, like I said, different story, different day. Something about my brother in school pictures. Anyway, um, I'm sitting here on the uh, creek bank and I'm uh, looking out across the water. And you remember that feeling I was talking about, right? Something's here, something doesn't like me, something makes me feel uncomfortable. Now, if you were to be right here, it would be about 35 yards to the tree line from where I was. About 35 yards. That was a good distance, and that feeling came, and man, I felt something. It felt like breath on the back of my neck. And I gotta tell you, when you're alone and you feel breath on the back of your neck, off in the middle of the woods, even if you are used to the woods, that is a weird ass feeling. And so, uh, it, 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 mm, even now, like I say, kind of sends chills down my spine. But then, I got to tell you, that's a little bit alarming. And so, um, I'm sitting there and I feel breath on the back of my neck. And it took me, I don't know, it felt like an eternity. Well, more accurately, it felt like a couple of minutes. But I know it wasn't. It couldn't have been. It couldn't have been more than a couple of seconds and after I realized what was going on I kind of not moved my head but kind of shifted my eyes now I'm going to describe to you what was standing next to me and then I'm going to finish the story when I, like I say, kind of slanted my eyes in that direction I looked up well, like I say, not really looked up, kinda of slanted. But I kind of slanted. And there was this thing standing next to me. I I've heard stories about werewolves and things. This it wasn't exactly a werewolf. It was something. Um it was um it was a creature. It was a it was human, sort of, but it was not. It had hair from head to toe. And I don't mean hair like hair like when you see a dog. I mean hair like that raunchy, dirty, filthy fur that an animal only gets when it spent several years off in the woods and the swamps and the dirt and the mud and the grit. And it's got leaves and filth all over it from head to toe. And it is absolutely nasty. And it's got that black fur and all the furs knotted up and twisted and matted together and looks like absolute hell. And that was the image. This humanoid figure with long ass knotted up horrible looking fur. Well, I've got to tell you, that's kind of a jolt. And so, I mean, you got to know me. And, and and also, you know, like, you know, what was going on at the time, you know, I felt like I was in danger, but at the same time, I also felt like I was at home, because I was. And so, in my mind, I had a couple of things going on. First was, oh shit, 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 oh shit. And second was... But this is my property. This is my family's property. And, um, and so, I remember making the conscious decision, I'm going to turn around and see what the hell this is. And so I did. And this is where the story picks back up. I snapped my head around sideways, turned straight at it, cause my goal was to look it dead in the eye. And the strangest thing happened when I started, and I mean, like, you got to understand, like, how? T- take, take, just, just stop for a second. Stop right now. Take your head, stare straight ahead, and turn just as fast as you can to your left. And what you'll find is it only takes about a hundredth of a second, right? During that hundredth of a second that it took me to twitch my head to the left, that thing bolted and it disappeared. And the last thing that I saw was the ice end of something hairy flying off into the woods next to me, 35 yards away. 35 yards, that thing went in about an eighth of a second. And I know that it's not possible. I don't care that it's not possible. I'm not telling you it's possible. I'm just telling you it happened. And I, I snapped my head and I turned around and I, I looked and like it was already disappearing into the tree line. And I looked down and I know for a fact, when I, as soon as I looked down, I knew for an absolute fact that what I saw was legit. I knew that I saw something anyway. Because when I looked down, I saw a paw print. Standing right there. Sitting right there where that thing was standing next to me, behind me. And, you know, it's the strangest thing. I've, I've been looking for that paw print now since I was about 13 years old. Ever since that happened, you know. I uh, the first time that I got a chance to, you know, I'm I'm 42. We didn't have internet back then. It was a few years. I asked questions up until then, you know, anytime I found somebody interested. But but really, it was a few years before I was able to start, you know, being able to do Google searches and you know, be able to drive myself. You know what I mean? Like be able to go to the library, look it up. I haven't found anything. It's been Like I say, you know, I was 13, I'm 42 now, so it's been right at 30 years. I still haven't found anything whatsoever that matched what that footprint looked like. Especially anything that not only matched what that footprint looked like, but also matched what I saw. Whether it existed or not, I saw it. Um, And I realize it kind of sounds like I'm making a Dr. Graves reference, and I may be, but that's not really the intention. I'm just being honest and telling you what happened. The palm print. Take your fist and flatten your fingers out at the bottom to where you make that really really crappy flat fist where like it's not going to really do anything. It's just going to kind of thud if you hurt if you hit somebody and probably break your fingers. And flatten your thumb out there next to it and kind of, you know, kind of lock it into place inside your you know, in, inside your finger grip. Now imagine taking that, that the, the the bottom of what would be your palm but now has your, your fingers wrapped under it and put that down into the mud. And about two to three inches in front of each one of your fingers, I want you to imagine a call print that digs about an inch and a half into the mud. That's what that caul print looked like. And even further evidence, at least for me, that this was a real experience was that the paw print had clearly been scruffed up because it left in a hurry. Just out of this world weird for a 13-year-old boy to discover by himself in the middle of the woods, whether it was home or not. I think it's interesting. Um, I said that I was going to give you true horror. Sometimes true horror isn't kind of, isn't necessarily what you expect when you think about a movie, but but that scared the life out of me, and I that was the last time I ever walked off in those woods without a gun. I'll tell you that. Um, for the record, my gun of choice, especially growing up, was always a twenty gauge. Now it's kind of evolved into a 12 gauge. But back then it was a 20. That 20 gauge stayed on my side. Until I no longer lived out in those woods. Because I don't know what that thing was. I absolutely have no idea. But I do know something about animals. Because, you know, raised in the country and, and everything. Um, I do know... That something that size doesn't come and breathe on the back of your neck if it wants to cuddle, um, I am convinced that the only thing that saved my life was was me twitching my head. I think I was about to become something's dinner with variety comes freedom right um, with with more types of shows, and now I've got you know two or three of them uh, depending on how you look at what I said while ago. Um, but I'm going to be, uh, still continuing to produce content, but it may or may not always be the same thing. I'm still going to finish the thing with Dr. Graves. I've got other things with Dr. Graves I'm going to do. I've got a lot of stories that I'm planning on doing with, with three minutes Still three. Um, I've got some interesting stuff planned for Buck. Um, I haven't decided on the name of his show yet. It'll come to me. Thank you so much. I sincerely appreciate your listening. Comment, like, subscribe. I love you guys. Thank you again.